This is KJZZ's Sun Up. It is your daily news update from here in Phoenix on our state and region. And good day to you. I'm Phil Latzman. This podcast, a daily digest of the day's events in Arizona. It is Thursday, the 9th of February, and there is a lot going on in our part of the world. Thanks for being here, and let's get to it. Well, the Phoenix Suns not only have a new owner, but they also have a new superstar. According to multiple reports overnight, the Suns have agreed on a deal to acquire 13-time All-Star Kevin Durant in a blockbuster trade with the Nets that sends Cam Johnson, Mikael Bridges, and Jay Crowder, plus four future number one picks and additional draft compensation to Brooklyn. Former son T.J. Warren also comes along in the deal with Durant, who has previously stated his desire to play in Phoenix, and looks like that will happen now. Meanwhile, a mortgage company executive and former Michigan State basketball player was officially introduced yesterday as governor and majority owner of the Suns and the WNBA's Phoenix Mercury. As Matthew Casey reports, he'll continue to live in the Midwest. The crowd in the lobby of the downtown arena featured the Phoenix mayor, its city manager, and local player legends. Matt Ishbia told them that he sees himself more as a steward of the Suns and Mercury than their owner, and he promised to spend time listening and learning about the organizations before making changes. Ishbia is also president of a publicly traded mortgage company. I'm not going to physically live here. i got these three wonderful children. I live in Michigan. However, I'll be out here quite a bit. Being the majority owner of the Suns and Mercury also lets Ishbia cash in on gambling. Both of his teams hold state licenses to have sports books, which are run through partnerships with FanDuel and Bally's Corporation. Matthew Casey, KJZZ News, Phoenix. In his State of the Union address this week, President Biden called for a pathway to citizenship for DACA recipients and other immigration reforms. From the front terrace task in Tucson, Elisa Resnick reports on the reaction here. The Obama-era program gives some 600,000 undocumented immigrants brought to the U.S. as kids temporary protection from deportation and a work permit. But a years-long court battle has the entire program in legal limbo. Reina Montoya, a DACA recipient in Phoenix, says hearing Biden's call to lawmakers felt like more of the same talk without action. Like, we're talking about human beings. We're talking about people that get stuck in the process. And we need to make sure that that we get solutions moving forward rather than the rhetoric that doesn't benefit any anyone besides the political party. Montoya says she's spoken with politicians on both sides of the aisle who support DACA. But neither party has been willing to lead reforms. Legislation that combined border restrictions with a pathway to citizenship for Montoya and others failed to pass in Congress last year. Elisa Resnick, KJZZ News, Tucson. In the legislature, the state Senate passed a resolution to waive Arizona's K-12 spending limit for this academic year. From the education desk, Bridget Dowd reports that means schools won't have to make massive budget cuts in the last few months before summer. With the school spending limit in place, districts wouldn't have access to about $1.3 billion in funding that the legislature allocated for them last year. The Senate passed its resolution to lift the cap just a day after the House did the same. Democratic Senator Christine Marsh was one of 23 yes votes. Honestly, I am very grateful that we are acting today to relieve the stress and anxiety that parents, students, teachers, and communities have been facing. Without the funding allocated for them, some districts were looking at massive layoffs and school closures. Senator Anthony Kern was one of seven Republicans who voted no on the resolution, calling for more accountability from schools before giving them more state dollars. We continue to throw millions and millions, if not billions of dollars in public education, yet the test scores 
and the reading scores and all that, they remain the lowest in the nation. Other Republicans voted yes, but also promoted proposals to increase transparency on how districts spend their funds. Bridget Dowd, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Meanwhile, also from the ledge, Arizona Senate Republicans are pushing a bill that would increase the penalties for anyone who makes, traffics, or sells fentanyl. Individuals found guilty of doing so could face life in prison or the death penalty if a person dies from a fentanyl overdose after it's distributed. Executive Director of the Sonoran Prevention Works, Haley Coles, told KJZZ's The Show that she worries the bill could impact those it means to help. Because in so many cases, the person who sells or distributes the drug is also a person who is at risk for overdose. She added that laws often target communities of color and that laws criminalizing drug use don't result in fewer overdoses. Arizona's House Natural Resources, Energy and Water Committee has passed a measure that would force the city of Scottsdale to supply the nearby community of Rio Verde with water until 2026. But as Ron Dungan tells us, some lawmakers oppose the bill. Residents of unincorporated Rio Verde have relied on water trucked in from Scottsdale until a city recently cut them off. On Tuesday, the House committee voted to provide a temporary solution. But Democrats say the legislature needs to take a harder look at the issue. Oscar de los Santos said that although Rio Verde appears to be an outlier, tribal communities throughout the state lack sufficient water supplies. This is what happens when you fail to take climate change seriously. This is what happens when you fail to take water management seriously. This is what happens when you put corporate profits, and in this particular case, the profits of wildcat developers above all else. Democrats expressed concern that the bill could set a precedent that will tie the hands of water managers in the future. Ron Dungan, KJZZ News, Phoenix. A search and rescue team from Mexico has landed in Turkey to help find survivors there after the devastating earthquake there and in Syria on Monday that has now killed more than 17,000 people. From the Fronteras desk in Hermosillo, Kendall Blust reports the team includes Mexico's famous canine rescuers. Mexico joined international aid efforts with a team of search and rescue specialists from the Army, Navy, and Red Cross. Foreign Minister Marcelo Ebrard said 16 search and rescue dogs and their handlers are the heart of the team. They arrived around 3 p.m. local time in Adana, Turkey Wednesday and were immediately taken to search sites. The rescue team in Turkey is named Frida, in honor of the yellow lab that became a national icon for images of her searching the rubble in doggy boots and goggles following the 2017 earthquake that killed hundreds in and around Mexico City. Mexico is also sending a renowned civilian rescue brigade known as Los Topos or the Moles of Tlatelolco. Kendall Blust, KJZ News, Hermosillo. The first iPhones came out shortly before Glendale hosted its first Super Bowl back in 2008. So smartphone tech was a focus for those charged with securing the game when it returned here the last time it was played in 2015. And Matthew Casey's back to report that drones are now the gadget front of mind for authorities this year. With Super Bowl events being held across the valley, local police agencies plan security for those held in their city or venue. Any resource gaps get filled by a federal coordinator who this year is Scott Brown, special agent in charge of Homeland Security investigations. Brown says much focus has been on stopping threats that could be carried out with drones. Largely, uh, the downtown area of Phoenix uh, and the area surrounding the stadium in Glendale is what we're calling a no-drone zone. 
Brown says there were no drone-specific restrictions during the last Super Bowl here because they weren't common enough to be considered a security threat. The Federal Aviation Administration has details on the flight limits for drones this week. Matthew Casey, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Former Governor Doug Ducey announced a statewide media campaign to raise awareness of sex trafficking in anticipation of the Super Bowl. Advocates for sex work protested the campaign outside the Footprint Center Monday. They say it will harm sex workers and trafficking victims alike by encouraging arrests. Juliana Piccillo is with the Sex Workers Outreach Project in Tucson. Any other group of people that are perceived correct or incorrect as victims... They're not given aid with handcuffs on in the back of a patrol car. In Arizona, four convictions of prostitution amount to a felony. Pacillo says the effects of just one arrest are lasting and can be traumatizing. A basketball training camp for Team USA is missing one notable player, WNBA star Brittany Griner. Jill Ryan has details. Griner opted to stay back in Arizona, skipping the camp in Minnesota so she can be with her wife and recover from nearly a year in Russian custody. She is, however, staying in touch with the athletes like her friend and five-time Olympic gold medalist Diana Taurasi. Taurasi told the AP that they talk regularly now that Griner is home in Phoenix. Griner is still an unsigned free agent, but has said she'll play for the Phoenix Mercury again this season. It's unclear if she will play for the U.S. at the 2024 Paris Olympics. Jill Ryan, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Golf, the WM Phoenix Open kicks off the Super Bowl weekend here in the Valley. First round play starting today at the TPC in North Scottsdale. Basketball, Suns back in action tonight, trying to make it four straight on the road trip in Atlanta against the Hawks. Kevin Durant, though, not expected to be ready to make his son's debut as he nurses a minor knee injury. Hockey, the Coyotes are off till tomorrow when they play in Chicago. And that does it for a busy Thursday edition of KJZZ's Sun Up, Arizona's morning news podcast this February the 9th. I'm Phil Latzman. Enjoy the day, and we'll do it again tomorrow when it is Friday.